0: This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com
1: for more shows like this one.
0: Today's show is sponsored by Blue Apron. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers the fresh ingredients you need to create home-cooked meals. Get your first two meals for free at BlueApron.com slash BadChristian.
2: You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast.
0: I live in Nashville now, y'all, and I'm going to keep it real to my roots and to America. A three, two, one, hit it, Joseph Svensson. Don't, 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 A little? don't, do
2: yeah not but i just it, had to back out of that one but as far as tastes go your t- taste in scott's stap is uh pales in comparison to your taste for tapestries for backdrops so well i'm video selling
0: video. these now online gentlemen <laughs> i've uh since i've moved things have gone awry i haven't been making any money so i'm making these lovely tapestries <laughs> no afghans it's
2: an afghan and there. joey looks to me like he's wearing a uh he's on safari Rastafarian <laughs> i'm on snuggie. a mission trip mission i'm on joey, a mission then. trip yeah well, anyway, we are live. We're live on Facebook right now, so the show's gonna feel just a little bit different to the regular podcast audience, but here we go. This is Bad Christian Podcast Live on TV. Joey, do we have a hashtag? What'd you say that was? It is BC Live TV. BC Live TV. That might could have been better, a hashtag, but that's okay. BC Live TV, if you're watching us live right now. Thank you. <laughs> um, we're gonna see if we can take some questions in here, uh, maybe around the break or something like that so good um toby what about this emory acoustic stuff you want to get that out of the way while we've got some audience here
0: yes i do matt (laughs) um yeah we are going back out with emory acoustic and these shows are are really fun i mean it's it's kind of crazy how fun they are and i I almost feel a little guilty because i feel like it's it's the most fun we've had in a while because of course we played heavy shows forever and now to get Devin back first of all and Uh also just to get to hang out and talk with people and cut up and and just tell stories about Emory and answer questions and all kinds of stuff it's really fun so we are doing more shows and it's going to be really cool it's going to be from August 10th uh through Fest, which is August the 14th and we're starting in Boston on August the 10th New York on August the 11th Baltimore August 12th Philadelphia PA August thirteenth, and then I Matter Fest, which is going to be a lot of fun. Very excited that we were able to hop on that this year.
2: I'm a little bit nervous about the Northeast. That's the place where Emory's always done the total worst.
0: Yeah, we were always too sissy. That's what they always treat. They always treat us like we weren't hard enough, or or, or too. We were. We weren't. Our music was. We did singing. We would sing, and they didn't like that stuff. No, this is tough crew
2: in Boston. This is those hardcore crews.
0: Well, it's just that I, I swear it's the weather. I mean, people in the north, they just uh, up in the north. Yankees, things, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those damn Yankees, they just, they all mean from the weather. They're just,
2: that's just they're the way mean. it
0: is. And they, they're just short and crude and rude. And that's why when they get older, they can't handle it anymore and they move to the south. That's so why Florida. Had, uh, they skip or, most or, of the south and go to
2: Florida.
0: Or, or Charleston, South Carolina, which is unreal. It was, let me, can I say something real quickly, too? This has been just killing me and destroying my brain. Everywhere I go, two things happen. We've we toured all over this whole world, but especially in the United States, it does not matter where you go. Everybody says the exact same two things, no matter what. The traffic here is unreal, yep. bad, and we're the next Silicon Valley. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're exactly. We're silico- <laughs> it's unreal. In fact, it was hilarious. That exact <laughs> thing happened here. The exact same thing happened here in Nashville. I said, oh, man, nothing here but country music and traffic. But i tell you what. They say that we're the next Silicon Valley. That's what <laughs> they, they everybody that. said. Every
2: city we go to, <laughs> but, people tell me that. Somebody but, the other day, and I, I told somebody that the other day, and they said, actually, Alpharetta, Georgia, is I <laughs> the Silicon Valley. It just technically has the most uh, tech something, but they were talking about cert, like total square footage of server farms <laughs> but, per cap. Some statistic backs it up for you know. Indianapolis claims it. Nashville says everywhere. Yeah. You know, in the middle of Iowa, they're saying. I, I mean. Traffic's gotten crazy, and this well, is the Silicon Valley. I mean, this is all startups. Well, I want to say this.
0: I, I do want to <laughs> officially say this, though. No matter what, having lived in Seattle, having lived basically in a small town outside of Kansas City, and living in Nashville now area, Franklin and Nashville, and Charleston, no matter what, Charleston is the worst traffic I've ever experienced in my life. Yesterday, I left downtown Nashville at 5 p.m., and I had to drive 20 miles, and I made it home in, in like, no time. During, during five o'clock traffic in Charleston, it is, Joey, you know what I'm talking about. Matt, you know uh, what I'm talking about. It, it, talking it, about. it is unreal. There is no infrastructure. It is unbelievable. And the, here, here's how you know. In Charleston, I literally, from our daughter's school, I live less than 11 miles from her school. And it would take me an hour there and an hour back. And yesterday in five o'clock traffic from Nashville, downtown, I was in the center of Nashville. I had to get out of Nashville to the highway. I was home in less than 30 minutes. So you're happy, though. I mean, you like where you are. You're all good. Oh man, I really am. I really am. It, Sorry, it's, Joey. Yeah, I know. It, it was like always a dark <laughs> cloud, like a bald cloud hanging over <laughs> my head. <laughs> In Charleston and now it just feels free. I just feel like wow. This is what freedom is. It's crazy. I mean, it's I don't so free,
1: I, I didn't freedom, even go to church on Sunday. Freedom leads to your making afghans. So you give Toby freedom and he makes afghans.
2: Well, look, I what know we, we got a lot talk a lot to talk about today. Uh Actually, not really. We're just going to have to fill time because it's been an incredibly slow news cycle for the last couple of weeks. (laughs) Not much to talk about, so we're just going to fill time about Afghans and church stuff. Um, But I will point out, before we get into the other stuff, uh, you just said you you didn't go to church last week. I don't think I've been in six weeks. (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) But my pastor wants to hang out for drinks, (laughs) and so I, I don't know if that's that's the that's the tension with he could having, be watching right now I, well he may be that's fine he knows that but he knows we talk about our church and you all talk about your church a ton but it's a little bit interesting to me because he he's my friend my pastor's my friend he's just somebody i really right. like i go to his church i ain't been in six weeks so he wants to have drinks with me which is cool but i right. wonder is that like oh, seeing you around how's everything you know i wonder is it right. he's got agenda to it or does he just want to is that his responsibility do you think of it that what i feel like is maybe he has to cycle through and check out all the people and keep touch with everybody every few weeks or whatever. I don't really know how that is. Do you, do you think of it that way, Joey? Do you think the fact that I hadn't been to church in five or six weeks with travel and building the garage and stuff that he's thinking, I, better, I should check in on Matt. Uh, if he's a pastoral person, yes. And I should take that as like, it makes it weird and icky or I should say, ah, oh, that dude cares. Uh, you, you're just
1: going to, there's no way you can decide how to take that. And uh, it sucks because I never, ever ask someone, hey, where have you been from a standpoint of, ooh, you haven't been in church? It's always because I've had many times people say, man, you know, I haven't been like eight weeks, no one's checked on me or anything like that. And I actually do want people to know that they're cared for. So every time I reach out for someone, within 30 seconds, they're like, they're telling me why they haven't been to church. <laughs> and, and every single time I'm like, no, that's not. it. And it's it's so awkward. I mean, it just, so I just, I go with it. And I'm like, so, no. Nope, so everybody that's not thinks that's them.
0: all you're thinking about. Like, oh, exactly. God, he knows. He knows, right. uh, dude. It's all not right. you. It's not you. Just family getting busy. Summer trying to try. Right. Right. <laughs> totally. Every time. Well, okay. how are you guys? And, and on top of that, you probably feel awkward because every other few weeks you take a eight week sabbatical.
1: Yes. Yeah, so all <laughs> the sabbaticals. <laughs> is so the you don't know who's there anyway. Right. Right. <laughs> should realize that. Hey there's one time a family left the church for a long time and 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 came back and I just I didn't even know. I I I, I just talked to them they said, "You know, we were gone for a long time." Did not know. Did it you lie know. kind of faking? Oh, that's right. Did you do that? That's what I would have done. Oh, totally. I just don't think those kind of lies are bad. I don't <laughs> want to get into that. You know? Dude, we I, you and I are so much in alignment with lying not being bad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, so I
2: mean, <laughs> let let's do get to some of the stuff that we said we were gonna talk about at least. And I, I like I don't even know you guys takes on, on some of the stuff, but for me, I, I feel like I've been taking in all the stuff in the news, especially the shootings, the police stuff. I think it's been all that stuff's been really weird and I feel like my positions have shifted on that stuff to some degree, but at the same time it's hard to even make sense out out of it at all. Um and I was thinking maybe talking to y'all would help me figure it out just while we're on the air tonight to sound some stuff off of you guys. But there's what I do know, what I do understand for sure is that you have to come to a, a conclusion and it, you have to believe it really strongly. And it, you, the only two valid conclusions are fuck the police or black people are crybabies. <laughs> so I'm hoping, no between, and I don't know which one, where I am, right, right, but right. I'm hoping you guys have done your research and you know what's going on and by the end of this episode. I'll be able to choose one of those sites mm-hmm. is my goal for this episode. So can you help me out? Which, <laughs> yeah. I mean, are y'all leaning one direction Dude, or the I, other I, there? Or what? I
1: mean, the, the worst thing I'm dealing with right now is uh, we, my brother and I recorded five episodes of Password No Answers. I'll never do that again. Yesterday, I took the day off to do it. And one of the episodes we're doing is like a hip-hop episode, just all about hip-hop, background, mainstream, underground. And we had propaganda. Derek Miner were two of the guys out of out of four. And so I was like, hey, do you all mind hanging around and doing an extra episode on the shootings? And we're, uh, we're talking, these dudes are distraught as hell. Really, I mean, it, it is wrecking them. Derek Miner uh, locked himself in a basement, wrote... Recorded, produced, and released a song on iTunes within a day. I mean, that's how, like he's just like, I have to let this out. Uh, Toby, uh, the a, a, one of the single mother uh, black girls at our church, I uh, talked to her on the phone today, and she said that over the last few days was the first time that she's ever had feelings of, I wish I had never had kids. So the black community is definitely feeling something that I almost feel guilty that I don't Mm -hmm. feel like I, I I definitely don't like to see lives lost, but I do think that there is, is something about being that minority, knowing the history, knowing that you're a part of that history, knowing what your grandparents went through. And that, and that's, that is your people. Now, I, I totally believe in team humanity, but I definitely think that there's a limit to what we can feel in this not being mm-hmm. black.
2: Well, I think the, the easiest way to sum it up is, would you in a million years, and I, I heard this somewhere, I'm going to probably say a couple of things that I heard this week that I, I'm not going to credit them, they're not my ideas, but would you in a million years trade places with black people in the way that they're treated? Like become no, like a a black If you're, if you're somebody or? saying, oh, they don't actually have it bad, it's this and that, they're being crybabies, would you trade the way you get treated for the way they get treated no of course not i mean it's it's really clear like you you can say things that you don't agree with or you don't like this or that whatever but in, in general would you want to be them would you trade right. places with the way they're perceived and treated no not in a million right. years and and if the, if the thing of if the gospel is a thing it should be i'm pretty sure it's uh, you account others more than yourself Yeah, and so we're we seems to me that the only thing I can think of, um, is it seems to me that we're comfortable with them having it worse, and they that's it's not that bad though. Yeah, that just it's pretty anti gospel in general. But
1: I'm fed up as hell with with people saying things along the lines of quit your bitching, quit your like listen, listen to this. This uh, the timing couldn't have been any better. There's a, a guy that I grew up with same sort of background same sort of upbringing haven't talked to him in a while but obviously facebook friends he actually posted and and i uh pasted it here it says your heritage may this is a a evangelical christian on facebook your heritage may be from africa but most of you are so far removed from it it doesn't matter if you live in the us and are a citizen of this great country then act like it this is the land of the free and the home of the brave this country and the people of it owe you nothing you want something, work for it, and earn it. I wasn't born into a wealthy family, but I was taught if you work for it, you can have it. I don't have a college degree, but I still make good me- uh, money. Wake the hell up. The only person holding you back is the asshole you look at in the mirror. Tired <laughs> of the BS. Uh, you said that was Perry Noble? <laughs> <laughs> oh, meant, but I'm, see, sorry, can you believe later. this? Sorry, and, and, and he gets like likes from other people that I grew up with. And I'm just like, I cannot believe it. And so those are the things, honestly, that I need to read to really yes. grapple with just how yes.
2: much of an issue that's, this that's is. That's exactly— uh, I'm Because sorry, I'm so, so far me. Let me, removed let me say something from that, that shit. And I'll let like, you I'm, do that. But th- this is, that is an amazing point because that is exactly what we need. And I think, in a way, the ignorant types of statements that you see from people are— uh, it, this is the way I look at it. I know I'm a skeptical guy, but I'm super optimistic about the future. I'm super optimistic about shared information and stuff like this. So some of this stuff is really good that you get to see people in their echo chamber saying the things that they really think, because at least you get to see it now. So yes, it's ugly, but this is the first time we're widespread seeing this and been able to categorize this and take this in light of, of other stuff. So politically, political correctness almost squashes that is people that want to use the n-word but can't well right. i kind of want to hear them say it so i'll know who that person is right you know what i'm saying and so when, when you have these uh people saying things that sound so crazy to you on facebook that is bad for them but it is good for you and it's good for other people it's not it's not just that the world's getting worse and that's kind of what i want to ask you guys is everything getting worse no well it's, I, you know it, it's not it's getting way better and I want to go back
0: to. It's getting better because of information. It is mm-hmm. getting better because people are becoming more mobile and realizing other cultures. I think that's the thing we got to take one tiny step back and say that these people are so crazy. Like that that Facebook post you just wrote. That is somebody. I didn't write that. Yeah, Joey. Way. That was Joey's <laughs> That you just read. Sorry. That um, it that is somebody literally that is scared, that is frightened that the way of life that he's always known could potentially be threatened, right? And he is completely unaware of what it's like to grow up as a black person in America. Like, that that post right there just shows you he actually is ignorant to the fact of what it means daily to be a black person, a black male, a black female, a, a black child in America today. So with that ignorance i kind of want to give them somebody like that a little bit of grace not to yeah. say not to forgive him and say oh that's totally okay and he gets a pass that's not what i'm saying but his entire world is changing mm-hmm. very quickly and that's very like, uncomfortable uh, and, and think think about this i mean seriously my grandparents said the n word i mean they they said it freely and that right. was i remember that 30 years ago so within 30 years i now realize wait a minute that that's a derogatory term wait a minute that shouldn't be that. that. That's just one t- term, one word, much less, wait a minute, are we talking about uh, w- what's going on here? And you got to mix this with pride in police officers, law enforcement, pride mm-hmm. in our military and all that stuff. That also is a huge backbone, especially probably in the south and uh, you know the Bible Belt area where people think that is threatened too. That you don't question authority a lot of times because yeah. once you start questioning authority, everything falls apart, right? Mm-hmm. Which to to an extent is true. So I'm just saying, I think we do. We can't just totally
2: go. Why are these people so stupid? They're they're right. not being that stupid. They're just actually scared. No, it's and don't all even about, know it. Yeah, scared is definitely uncomfortable. Is the word I would use. It's like think about any think about if you had to go through something where something you believed and thought really is about to change you know that feeling it's a little scary if it's about something about your faith or anything you're like oh whoa if i don't believe this i've got so many things built on this and my other people are so it's really uncomfortable to change like no matter what you guys need to explain
1: what when you're saying change you're saying like this whole thing uh, improving because i i want to ask is there a chance let me
2: say it broader and then I'll, i'll let you say that but all change that anybody ever does is uncomfortable all of it Changing for your wife, moving to a place like Toby does, doing what that's that's, that shit's uncomfortable. It's scary to to think you believe something and find out I don't think I believe what my parents believe about God. That's that's scary, and it's easier not to do it. So I agree with Toby that you have to, on some level, appreciate, analyze, and take and give grace to the people that at least are kind of gonna maybe explore it. And you got to realize most people ain't going to change. They're just not going to. It's too scary. But it's always uncomfortable. But I, last thing I'll add to that is every time you've changed, it's almost always a good thing. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. So yeah. if you change your political views, your religious views, something almost, it's almost guaranteed, or your job, your city, it's almost always going to be good. But it's terrifying. So yeah, that's, the, that's what this generation of people are dealing with openly and on the Internet. So, of course, it's pretty messy.
0: Right. And, yeah. and also, it, you got to look at it farther too. like that guy. What he's actually saying is he, he's he's looking at it from a you're just complaining. Uh, he's looking at it in a very uh, mm-hmm. uh, broad stroke of culture and what we what he's been told and what he's seen. And he thinks he's standing up for America. Now, what I'm saying is this guy's wrong. He's totally wrong. This is this, it's a goofball stance, especially to make this big statement on Facebook. Like, that doesn't mean anything. It's just something silly. But. I do think we have to be a little, we have to be slower to react, than, and not just flop on that side where it's like, oh yeah, no matter what, uh, these people are just stupid, and that, that's that. Because the truth is, I, I, I wanted to say something too. Take this, your time, boy. I, I this hope, is your hope, podcast. You're I free to say is, whatever you want to say. This probably be a little. Don't divisive. Don't use the N word, but, but say whatever you no, want to no, say. No, 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 right. <laughs> but I, this could be a little divisive. But what happens right now if you? are a police officer. Us three white guys are police officers in, uh, you know, Compton. And we're walking there. Are, are we so sure that we wouldn't shoot? Are we so sure that we, we, we're like so above reproach that we would choose the right thing? Like, I, like, there's a study, it's called on sociological images. In 2002, they did a study uh, where they just played video games and most people, uh, no matter what, they found that people hesitated longer to shoot an armed white target. In video that, games. Yeah, and they were more... Likely to accidentally yep. not shoot participants were quicker and more accurate with black armed targets, but they were more there were more fa- false alarms uh like they were shooting them even when they were unarmed and that that was across the board, just people doing that, and they've done other s- tests too I was going to try and find it where people shoot no matter what you see a gun you just fire you you, you hear something like like the and this doesn't at all give these people a pass no, no, it we doesn't hear what mean saying. you know what I'm saying I'm, but I'm wh- wh- what you. I'm saying is. I don't want us to take this moral high ground of man. These cops are so bad, or you know the the, the uh, uh, you know the other side goes uh, Black Lives Matter is just terrible. It's just an agenda-driven uh, event that's just trying to get people to be more on the Democrat side, or what you hear you hear on both sides so much. And I just there is some real truth to it. Is different when you think about police officers and where crime happens and what they're doing. And how they're handling themselves. And yep. at the same time, of course, we have to have reform. Of course, we have to have our, our officers being trained a, a lot more. But I think I, I, I really wish I had this on here. But I read this the other day where it said, like, uh, black officers are a, a lot of times more forceful and use more force uh, than even white
2: officers do towards black, yeah. black offenders or it's whatever, pretty, right? It's pretty tough to untangle, but I think you're right about that um, in the sense that. And that's like, not right either. No, but it's weird to think about it because there's no way that the, the that the officers that shot these guys, like, it's no way that they, I, I don't believe that they're like, ooh, we get to kill black people. I don't think that. I think they're scared to death and they make really bad decisions and they're scared. Right. You know, I don't think it's, uh, it's, it's kind of tough to think about, but like, I think it's interesting you said that about the video games because I was thinking about this. If they, you know, we got the VR goggles. That all that VR stuff's just right on the edge here. We're going to have right, this VR stuff right. soon, and we're doing so much with brain scanning lately where this region and that region of the brain light up for certain activities. Well, think about this. I guarantee you, if you could put people in VR and just put them in situations and not tell them what the experiment was about, like as soon as we get VR, we're going to be able to do uh, unbelievable psychology research that I, I don't i'm sure that there's people out there that are talking about it thinking about it and on it but it occurred to me we're going to be able to do unbelievable experiments when we can put people in virtual worlds aren't real and and watch their brain so imagine all these people that are the most anti-racist you can find i guarantee you you could put these everybody in america and especially the really vehemently anti-racist people I bet you could put them in a VR machine and design a bunch of experiments that would show people that are vocally anti-racist that their fear regions and their amygdala light up like crazy when they get in a weird situation with a black person. I guarantee you that there's a lot of dishonest non-racists out there. And that's me trying to wrap my head around the idea that, yeah, I, 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 there's definitely ways that I think and, and sometimes I catch myself being more on guard around a black person. And I go, whoa, that's crazy you know and i can be honest right. with myself and say that there's situations sometimes when i get scared of black people i really do but i think most people aren't honest about that but can you imagine if you took the super progressive people put them in a vr experiment and put them in some frightening situations and saw how they reacted differently to white people and black people i guarantee you you would see profound racism in all almost all humans is what is what i think you would find right and that i mean to
1: admit that is the beginning for any sort of change to happen. I mean, so let you guys don't think there is any chance at all that racism is the same in volume today than it was in the 60s, 50s whenever, but it's just less politically correct, more law like implications as far as you, you can't you can't lynch people and get away with it. it. I mean, it, it's less. It's less in a
0: sense of like, like seriously. Di- not that long ago, people thought of uh, uh, blacks, African Americans, as less than human. Like they, yeah. they weren't even two allowed thirds, to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were so I mean, and, yeah, it, it's definitely less because of education, for sure. But I do think racism is very prevalent, and and I kind of want to add to that. I think we kind of separate too much, like uh, stereotype. I think the stereotypes are real for a reason, but at the same time, I think sometimes things are called. Racism when it might be a stereotype that you say too, like, and, and that, that I'm not just talking about uh, whites and blacks. I'm talking about all races. There is racism in every single race. There's uh, black racism towards whites. There's white racism towards blacks. There's white racism towards Hispanics, vice versa, all that stuff. But here's let me finish my point from from earlier too. What I want to say is, it's not so simple as to just change cops and that'll be better because there are, I mean there is so much do you know that like just i'm sure y'all have heard about it but like in chicago right there is more black on black crime that has happened there and more more black lives more people have died there than all of the iraq war like and since like in like 7 8 years or something like that like it's it's awful and here's what i want to get to i really believe that uh, and th- I do believe from the f- uh, the effects of slavery that we have completely crippled and inhibited a lot of black culture and a lot of black e- education for for black folks, so that they are at a disadvantage right now to get out of situations like like they they. W- I do believe that. For example, I, I, here's here's a few stats from uh, AmericanProgress.org. Number one, while people of color make up about thirty percent of the United States population they account for 60% of those imprisoned. Number 2, according to the Bureau of Justice Statistics, one in 3 black men can expect can expect to go to prison in their lifetime. Students of color face harsher punishments in school than their white peers leading to higher number of youth Uh, of of color incarceration according to recent data by the department of education african-american students are arrested far more than their white classmates and it just goes on and on and on so what i'm saying is i really do believe we need to start right in the center of infrastructure and not uh, obviously we have to address the situation with cops going road and just pulling guns and weapons and doing that that is just horrific i mean this is this is something and the best news is we are talking about it that that is good i'm glad that black lives matter is happening i'm glad that we're having these discussions if not for anything else but just at least we can talk about it and and make this real like this isn't new black people black people have been being shot by cops for a long time you know what i mean this this isn't just oh no this happened since the 2012 no i mean this has been going on for years and decades and and uh, you know uh, it, it's just yeah. centuries
2: it's just like it's like other stuff that we see you know you know we we see all the stuff that that shows up more you probably notice more tornadoes and kidnappings and uh, church right. scandals and teachers having sex with students all that stuff because now we have right. video we ha- we can we can see it but it's, these are the things that have always been going on there's always tornadoes now you see the footage of the the, the wrecked house on social media whatever yeah teacher, totally you know. so this is all going on and you, that's a really good point that may, maybe even worse than the cops shootings um it's hard to say anything's worse than that but the way that the penalties and the drug war and the justice system and the sentencing that affects so so many whereas right. in the police shootings man those are tangled up situations with scared people like i that that's a little bit different i mean it's almost worse in a systemic way i think in the, right well, I, I mean, what, what,
0: what does that do to you, you, to your brain? What does it do to your family? What, it, what does it do to your culture? If right now, look, us three white guys, if we were just black, one of us would be going to prison at some point in our life. Isn't that crazy? I mean, like, that is just crazy. Now, I've been to jail, but I've never been to prison. <laughs> but, I, but I'm just saying, like, no matter what, you, I didn't expect it. There was a good chance I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been a total dumbass. Uh-huh. And I'm just saying, like, it, they, like,
1: black men, young black men can expect to go to jail. Like, that's what I'm saying is it is it seems like there's just as much racism, but maybe not as much discrimination or like. But there's. But let me finish that point. Why? Why can they expect that too?
0: that? That isn't uh, only racism. There is a real problem. There is a real. I mean, no matter what, we're not going to deny the facts are there is a real crime problem.
2: They are overcriminalized, and they may also commit a disproportionate amount of legitimate crimes the bu- but it, you know either way also what i was going to say is that
0: the, the, the system too in a way is is stacked against them because a lot of the jail time that they do uh we met with a guy he just told us so much information but a lot of the jail time are for drugs petty it's petty the, crimes little smoking stuff, wheat, having a roach right, in your right. ashtray, Stu- stupid stuff that also uh then gets added on and you get back because Prisons are a business. They are for profit sure. prisons now. So the longer you keep people in, the more money you're making. Uh, Warren Buffett owns like a ton of them. It's crazy. Rich right, no guy. Way. Everybody loves listening to him. And he owns a ton of prisons that are keeping a majority of black folks in prison. So what I'm saying is, I really do believe what I'm so happy about is that we're talking about this. The tragedy is, people are dying. That is just awful. We have to have some kind of gun reform no matter what. We have to have some kind of Police uh, officer training. Wow, and, liberal Toby. And, and, and I know I sound really liberal, don't I? Because I am yeah. actually pretty conservative, but I'm I not for taking. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not for taking guns. I think everybody should be able to have a gun if they want one. I think the bad guys do bad stuff with guns, not the good guys. But I think there can be some reform for sure. And I think that the police officers, I think are There, there is something going on that isn't right. I mean, it's clear. So let let's fix those things. And then also, I really believe there has to be. Some infrastructure changed so that we don't set people up, human beings. We don't set them up to fail. That's mm-hmm. that's just that's the saddest part of all. Like I mean, it's just so sad that a young black child right now has a ch- serious chance of going to jail and maybe never getting out. Maybe you know mm-hmm. has a serious chance of growing up in poverty. Has a serious chance of never getting a good education because the funds weren't there, or the or the time, or the effort that people put into these people. Uh, people to help them learn and to be educated more it's just it's really frustrating that we don't have that and we set people up to fail
1: like the system is set up for people to fail and that that that's the real tragedy too because it's going to keep happening right and that's where christians really mess up is when they take the stance of well i mean of 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 course there's problems with african-americans look at the crime rate look how many are in jail like can you take a step back and be like, OK, well, how how many of these black kids are growing up without a dad? Right. And what's the percentage of households without a dad where kids do go to jail? I mean, it's skyrocketing. And that doesn't have anything to do with color. I mean, if you don't have a dad in your family, the chances of going to jail skyrocket. So, like, I just want to see Christians be able to say, you know what? Maybe there is a problem with a certain demographic or a certain race. But that doesn't give us the right to say, well, there you go. That's the explanation. No, let's actually have care, concern, mercy, and try to help. or, or and, and also not to be on a high horse. There's real data of what we've done to whole cultures, whole races of
0: people uh, like the American Indians. I mean, they're devastated. I mean, alcoholism is rampant. Drug use is rampant. Suicide, rampant. I mean, we did that or
2: they're they're just shitty which nope. is it? <laughs> right exactly right yeah. I that, mean, there's, there, it, maybe right. There, there's some gray between that but i mean which that's what is I'm saying.
0: <laughs> white white middle class america you know evangelical don't be afraid that you're losing your america be afraid that we're losing our humanity that we wouldn't give people a chance that we wouldn't care that we wouldn't say hey wait a minute we there is some responsibility here like what do what do i lose in saying that because of of uh, the history of white folks that there is some responsibility to where we're at right now. Yeah. I lose nothing. In fact, I gain everything because I go, wait a minute, I can maybe be the change. Maybe I can help change things. Maybe I can make people's lives help
2: make people's lives but there's better. There's certainly no other gospel way to look at it. Like, well, that's on them. That's just right. that just as weird for a Christian point of view to be. Right. But it I think it's I mean, you yeah. guys are almost uh I mean, I haven't seen you hashtag Black Lives Matter, but is that a statement y'all make now? You you say Black Lives Matter or whatever you do? Hey, here
1: here, for people that don't like Black Lives Matter, that's like in October during the NFL season, saying, "Hey, this breast cancer awareness is bullshit. All cancer is important. I mean, it's just stupid." Yeah, I've
2: heard a lot of good things on that this week, but you know what's so weird about it to me is this: the there's uh, there's two things I can think of there in this camp, and it's do you do. Like, as if it mattered, the technicality of the phrase you utter or if you will hashtag it or if you won't or if you'll choose this one or not. That's super weird to me that it's that, uh, what's the word, Syna- Syntax-, Syntax-, Syntax, syntaxical. I mean, it's like you have to say the right thing, right. and you're in this camp or that camp. And the other one that's like that is... Uh, they- Obama won't say the words radical Islam. Will you say the words radical Islam? Will you say utter the phrase Black Lives right. Matter? And and like the fact that those are things that you you either say them and it means everything about you or not. But right. they're both reasonable things to talk about and let come out of your lips. Yes, yeah, sh- right. sure, Black Lives Matter, definitely. Yeah. Like, no, of course they do. And, I, you know, it's just, I don't, it's so weird how we pre-politicize everything. Like if you're, if you've hashtag that, then you're excluded from some camp. Right.
1: No, totally, to, just, just totally. Even
2: just to make the statement or whatever. But I don't know. But again, on the other hand, I don't want to be known as this guy or that guy either. I, but I, I hadn't seen y'all hashtag Black Lives Matter, but Toby said it even earlier in the thing. Like, I mean, that's where yeah, you guys are. I don't do a whole
1: lot of hashtagging, man. You know, <laughs> just, yeah,
0: I, yeah, I'm kind
2: of against <laughs> hashtagging
0: no I, I let's let's uh take a break what do you think
2: yeah that's good that's uh yeah. i believe we've wrapped up that topic. that's some, that's, that some, that's comprehensive yeah. i would say <laughs> problem yeah. solved three white <laughs> dudes talking about
0: black
1: america
2: yes well joey did a podcast with a couple of black guys t- two this week so it's okay joey you have cred <laughs> yeah. joey you have cred hey
1: four actually four baby good right here
2: good right okay, here. okay. If you're on the Facebook Live audience, I'm literally going to get up, go pee, get another beer, and we'll, we'll come back. And if yeah. you're in the podcast audience, you're about to hear some commercials.
0: All right, guys. I just want to say this. Um, once again, Blue Apron has come to the rescue. I am moving. I'm in transition. And I really was concerned how hard is it going to be to like change my address because I have to change my address with about a billion different things. I was like, oh, another thing. Blue Apron made it so easy. It was so quick and easy just to change my address we're already starting to get our meals it is such a
2: rad service i love blue apron you know what i bet i bet it's crazy because you just got to your new place and i'm sure you didn't bring every little thing every condiment and every other little possible thing with you so you've got a relatively empty house so blue apron will send every single thing you need the pack of Parmesan grated cheese a little bit of red wine vinegar you need for this the you know, capers that go in stuff you would not have at all. And you get these whole meals and that you can just make. And so I'm sure that's been helpful moving. Wouldn't it be?
0: It's just amazing because you're right. Like I'm in transition right now. My like I'm in Charleston right now and I'm traveling back tomorrow, but some of our stuff, I'm, I packed up our last car and I'm moving it today. We don't have everything, but, the meals are so easy to prepare that what we have, first of all, you get all the ingredients. Secondly, it's not that hard to prepare when they make the detailed
2: instructions and the recipes so clear and easy Mm -hmm. with great pictures. It's just awesome. I love it. You got to think about the quality of the food too. Like they use artisanal suppliers and family stuff. And I mean, it's not, I mean, they don't skimp at all on the food quality. In fact, they go above and beyond and spend more and get nicer stuff than I ever would if I was picking it out myself. And it really adds up. I mean, they have great, I mean, stuff that I don't always think of watermelon radishes, Pharaoh, purple potatoes, stuff that I'd be too scared to try anyway. Yeah. And not only do they send it to me, but they, explain how to cook it so i'm getting a training lesson by just learning how to slice and saute various vegetables they kill at vegetables particularly That's totally point. and, and,
0: and jess point. is saving it for me for when i get home but i love i don't know if y'all have had this yet but their crispy cod and summer squash it is mm-hmm. so good and it comes with an arugula salad i'm telling you for any diet that you were on it just works it's so simple it's so easy blue apron takes out just so many of the problems with every other thing, going to the store. No, don't have to do that anymore. Trying to figure out how to cook. I don't know how to, it's just crazy. It's it's like blue apron. It, it, the same with Weebly, like all these sponsors that we have are making things so easy that I have never been able to do in my life. I can now build websites and cook
2: awesome food. It's a wonderful. Yeah, it was great. So right now you can get your first two meals at blue com slash bad Christian. And that's, amazing like the two meals for free so i it blows my mind but i have found out that there is at least one listener of the bad christian podcast that has not gotten two free meals you have to be insane whoever you are if you it's just insane to me that somebody hasn't claimed two free meals yet trust me not making this up we love this stuff and you will too and if you don't like it that that's up to you but you you, you owe it to yourself to try the first two meals for free so you do that by going to Blueapron.com slash bad Christian. Blue Apron is a better way to cook.
1: Thinking about Zayo puts me back to the late 90s, early 2000 heavy music scene. I was listening to it all the time and Solid State Records was right in the middle of that sucker putting out the best heavy music out there times have not brought any change with that pattern of solid state records putting out the best heavy music i'm gonna I'm i'm gonna let you hear a song from the new forevermore that's the band's name and this album is called integral this song is nascent you gotta listen to this man unbelievable check it out Grooving, huh? Huh? All right. So, Integral is Forevermore's second full length album on Solid State Records, and it's a concept album about spiral dynamics, which is a theory dealing with the development of human consciousness and our search to understand ourselves. Uh, honestly, our friend Michael Gunger uh, has a whole episode on spiral dynamics on his podcast called the Liturgist Podcast, if you want to learn more about it. But here's the thing, man Integral comes out on July the 22nd. Everywhere music is sold. In fact, you can go to iTunes right now and pre-purchase. Get that pre-order right now. You can catch them on tour this summer throughout July and August. Head to the Bands in Town page or Facebook page for Dates and Cities. Go check them out.
2: And we're back! Thank you, Toby.
0: It is extremely sad to think of parents and they're scared because their their kids are uh, a certain color. Yeah, of skin. like, I mean, I can't imagine. I've, you know, I mean, we, you and I both have children. I, can you imagine, like, just being so fearful that, like, statistics show your kid has a great chance of going to jail. Your kid has a great chance of, yeah. of being shot yeah. by by uh, armed forces that are supposed to protect you. Like, I mean, it's just so crazy, man. I, I just, I feel so bad for all my friends who are like, crap. What, what, what's gonna happen?
1: Yeah, when I was talking to Propaganda and Derek Miner about this, like my jaw dropped because he was saying stuff, and I was like, I can't believe he has to have this conversation with his son because I was telling him about, uh, I don't want to say her name, but the girl that you and I know, I was telling him about what she was asking me, like advice, and I was just like, I'm not the right person to give you advice, but he said, I'll tell you what I told my kids, and he has instructed his sons practical things along the lines of, when you drive and you're in your car, you better have your ID. And if you ever get pulled, you need to be able to tell the cop where you just left and where you're going to. Gosh. Like that practical. Like I'll never think to tell William that. I'll never be like, hey, yeah. if a cop pulled you, you need to know where you came from and where you're going. I'm just like,
2: God. Well, I- what about I- Georgia though?
1: Yeah, Georgia. You, you, yeah. You- I- you're raising I- a black kid, man. Hey,
0: I've thought about this. We might have talked about it on the podcast, but I I have really, the the number one time I realized it, uh, like the the difference between police officers, uh, the way they treat white folks and the way they treat black folks was when we went to that festival out in California, what was the uh, Joshua Fest? Yeah. And we left and we uh, went and got beer at the grocery store and it was late. It was already, like we had alcohol. uh, I think there was an open bottle of whiskey in the car uh that we you know we hadn't finished drinking and brought with us and uh we Joey was it me or you no i i was in the back uh whoever was driving i think it was Joey was driving and Joey you j- swerved around or something missed the turn swerved back around casually you know sloppily and uh cops came in pulled us in and i even talked shit back to the cop and they totally let us go yeah you, I, you were
2: aggressive I, with the cop we yeah, had I was alcohol aggressive. in the car we had right. been drinking if we were black same outcome no, uh, no, of not. no. Yeah.
0: not at all. I mean, seriously. B- seriously, because of the color of my skin, I think that the cops are like, ah, y'all just go on into the hotel.
2: We didn't see You know what threatened. I mean? Like,
0: yeah. Y- right. Like y'all aren't causing that much trouble. Just, you know, and I'm like, damn it. I mean, like, seriously, like I I, I don't want to you're right, I don't want to trade I that. Trade I-, it. I I mean, I- there it's it's great to not get in trouble with the police, but I mean, that is a real thing that I my my black friends would have probably gone to jail that night. Yeah. For doing the exact same thing. That's just crazy. It's just crazy.
1: Well, hey the the rumors started surfacing. I want to say either Thursday or Friday of last week, and people started asking questions. And what's funny, it so for people that don't know Perry Noble, he was on our podcast. Pastors a church of thirty thousand in uh, New Spring Church, multi-site. There's one in Charleston, one in Greenville, all over the place. So is that
2: the biggest yeah, church I, what, at least in South Carolina? But is that thirty thousand? It's like the biggest church or something, right?
1: No, that's, the biggest church is Greg Craig Rochelle's, but thirty thousand is pretty big. It's
2: pretty big. A big <laughs> it's a yeah, little extreme. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's 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 twice the size of, of a, and Perry I mean, when he was so on the show crazy. a few weeks ago. I don't know how many what, eight weeks ago said that he wanted it to be just t- just take. I mean, he would be he would love to have two hundred thousand people in South Carolina. Be uh, you know. Like right. it's, it's crazy here's, ambitious in that way.
1: Here's what I think is so funny is uh, as much as I like Perry Noble, this would have been an asshole move, but a lot of people did not put it past him that this is a publicity I stunt. I thought it was. To to release these rumors that they're going to fire him. I mean, imagine the, uh, record attendance and he'd be able to say, oh, so we all show up to church when there's like some gossip floating around, but we don't come just on our own I accord. I thought
2: it was. St- so they do There's make part the announcement. of it kind of
0: thinks maybe it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: he could, he, he's really playing the long con so they <laughs> like they two make years it from now <laughs> they make the announcement
1: and uh you know basically they're attributing it to his abuse of alcohol and they had talked to him about it multiple times and he just wasn't changing they're being very vague about uh, marital stuff, but they're clear that it's not infidelity, no abuse there. But uh, talking to some of my family that attend that church and some friends, like here's how the, it, it, at least those people are reacting. They're saying very proud of how it was handled. They want Perry to take time uh, away and get in a good place. They care about him and his family, love him too much to watch him continue down this road. And then they also said that his wife is in support of the church's decision. Everyone wants a healthy Perry. It sounds like there's a lot of love surrounding this, and they're not all mad at him for being human and all that stuff. So here, here's the thing is I really I, I don't have any animosity towards Perry Noble. Like I'm not surprised that he got himself in this little situation to where he was sinning and not doing anything about it. That's part of being human. I've done the same thing. What, what I can't get away from is, and Toby and Matt, I sent y'all a link to a post of uh, a very respected church leader, and he's taking the approach of, man, this is just so sad, and there's nothing that, you know, we shouldn't be analyzing this and assessing it and wondering, hey, why did this happen, all that stuff? You don't do that when uh, a military person is 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 killed. You just give your condolences and all that stuff, and I, that's the tragedy of this, is that to people it's not just obvious like why isn't it obvious that the system is what's uh, at fault here and that's a system that i've helped create that's a system that you guys have helped create when y'all were volunteering and working at churches that's a system that perry noble helped build, and that's a system that everybody that goes to churches like this on sunday morning has helped to build the people want a perry noble that they can say that's our guy. I have never talked to someone that's gone to New Spring. Me personally, I've never talked to someone that said, "Oh, I love yep. New Spring. I love that church. I love the community." It's man, Perry's well, but, awesome. But the substance man, thing awesome. is is is, the,
2: is weird because I mean, it's it is. A, there's the system thing. There's the institution of church. Plenty to talk about there. But if you just want to isolate substance as a thing, uh, it, if you live an abnormal life, period substances are going to be an issue period so yeah like you think about somebody like johnny cash he's arrested in airports for these ki- painkillers and michael jackson's this way anytime you're if you're in a band and i'm going to drink 12 beers 12 light beers a night that's because of the situation is different it's not something i would do at home it's not something i'd do if i was a normal person maybe that's true but I, that's me like i'm i would i use more substances as a result of being semi-public or traveling or being on the road or having a lifestyle that People that normal that I don't think other people relate to. It makes it that much easier to um, say, "Oh, well, I need this to knock me down after the show," or "I need." Th-. I mean, that that kind of stuff is as soon as you put yourself in a in a, in a category that's that powerful. Stuff like I'm sure sex is the same way, um, but substances certainly is. is, is something that it, it it makes more sense for you than you think it would for a normal person. And it's it's just. I mean, yeah. that's just. I think that bears out if you look at everybody uh, everybody that's a special person or a powerful person or a worshiped person substance is going to be right around the corner every time. I think so. I I would say here's, here's my take. First of all, this
0: shit like this always sucks because this is the number one time where I wish I could buy him a beer and go sit down with Barry. Yeah, (laughs) but I can't, you know, can't do that now. Uh, but what I, here's the, the things that I don't like is I, Really dislike that everybody immediately goes to well alcoholism man. If you know anybody that suffers with alcoholism and addiction, it is really bad. I had friends on on Facebook, uh, like one one posted if you if you've ever struggled with addiction or know someone who has, you know how horrible the battle is. Pr- please pray for Perry and New Spring. Nice gesture. Addiction is horrible. It is terrible. I understand that, but. Let, let me read another one too. I, I list is, is I most of, of the responses been I don't, I don't, I don't, like that. Well, well, uh the other responses that really get me too are are, are stuff like this. Uh, Perry Noble isn't the first leader called by God to fall. David, Abraham, and Moses were used uh, of God even after failure. The best is yet to come. Another one, I am praying for the best days are ahead for both you and New Spring and that God will use this situation to bring him glory and draw even more people to himself. I believe in you, pastor. Um, and another one says, pastors aren't immune to the real life and struggles like many think. He'll overcome this and it'll be a testimony to many. Here's the ongoing theme here that I keep seeing that I don't know if anybody else does is we're talking about a dude that's a sinner. Like, well, that. Could that possibly be the problem? Like could the problem be you don't need to be in front of 50 yeah. 30,000, 50,000 people could like nobody's saying, "Hey, man, this church thing's really screwing people right. up." Like there's some real, there's some really good men that are being torn down yes. not by the alcohol, yeah, yeah, like, right. it's by the actual church that they work at
2: because right. it's not it might not be the right thing. Can't we at least It's talk not a about guy that? of shady marginal character that happened to fool his right. way up to the top. That we never should have right. let through because he's got these problems. It's it causes problems to be there,
0: right? Right, exactly. And then everybody go like like somebody said, "Kent, the best is yet to come." I'm like, wait a minute. Why do you want to put Perry back here? <laughs> like, I mean, why? Right. why uh, uh, if you love the dude, why would you want him to go back to the place that drove him to a bad marriage and alcoholism? Does, it's like crazy. That, uh,
2: yeah, best it's is crazy, and no matter what, minute, maybe this stuff maybe. to me always sounds like the Israelites wanted a king. You put. I don't care who right. you, it is. Make them be a king. It's going to be trouble. Like, let's just think about being... The, okay, so Perry Noble, 30,000 people. Imagine the president. So just talk about Obama or any president ever or any world leader ever. No matter what, decisions that that world leader has made cost people lives. And to somebody, every president, head of state is a murderer. Everyone. You do a drone, drone strike, people die. If you don't... The enemies kill people and you could have stopped it. Power it, it will is not good and when you want a king and a leader and it's so clear in the bible that we say damn it we want a one guy to be a hero and in charge that's what we need that's what we want right that guy drank too many beers that's not even that bad right i drink i'm gonna drink too many beers maybe tonight and you can unsubscribe (laughs) if if that information (laughs) causes you to do so Mm -hmm. i don't know but i I don't think it's that crazy It's, it's
1: yeah well that that sort of philosophy and and perspe- uh perception of pastors is not going anywhere anytime soon either I mean, I heard someone a uh, very respectable leader at our church say something recently not not in regards to this but something in general on the lines of leadership saying leaders have to abstain from stuff that regular people don't have to, and obviously he's not talking about moral issues like of course he would have to abstain from sinful stuff but everybody else would but basically he's saying hey you're in a position to where you have to give up certain things that other people and you're you're basically with with that sort of rationale you are separating the pastor like toby you said he's just a dude well not when you talk about pastors like that not when you have expectations for them that you don't have for other people and that stuff has got to go it just has to go like it you just can't see the pastors having a higher level of responsibility, and I'm sure you could even throw some scriptures at me as far as well, teachers have a, you know, I, I forget the exact wordage, but the Bible says something along the lines of higher responsibility, but let's not forget, there wasn't mega church yeah, pastors t- back in hundreds, biblical times. Not
2: times, well, tens of thousands.
0: Well, well how about this? Uh, uh, and now, I mean, it, it doesn't it does matter, so we might as well talk about it. That, that whole above reproach thing is, it always is about sex and drugs if, if a pastor doesn't do those things they pretty much get a pass Yeah, the bold the bold the big exception is mark driscoll who just you know was kind of an asshole to people and did some some you know lying here about books and and authorship and stuff like that but um supposedly Alleged. but um what I, uh, uh, the thing that is is really frustrating to me is i don't understand people immediately are like yeah man he'll be back and stronger than ever and they don't get it and the other side that people take which really <laughs> this is so funny One one uh, lady wrote um let's see where is it at this the news of uh the Perry Noble news should be a cautionary tale for Christian leaders known for obsessively, obsessively glorifying dark beer at their <laughs> pub. Maybe dial that back a bit. <laughs> and, and I, I the, something just made me. Does it, it's the the double standard of the evangelical is just so hilarious like like it's <laughs> so, don't oh my gosh one beer and uh, it'll cause everybody to be completely drunk right one bit be, <laughs> one beer you know that, that that but at the exact same time they'll tell you that the liberals will say one gun causes everybody to kill people they don't know what they're talking about one gun. I'm, I'm a i'm a law-abiding citizen i carry mm-hmm. my gun and i'm not going to do something wrong on alcohol. So, sw- switch that to alcohol and they go yeah one one beer if you, if you talk about drinking beers okay everybody's an yeah. alcoholic everybody's dead <laughs> but but the exact opposite with guns i'm just like i cannot believe these people and just to immediately jump on well it's an alcohol issue it's, besides it might be a church issue and here's here's a thought i had this week just because i actually really did like perry i thought he's really good i thought he was a little guarded with his salary and all, and now i'm like shit dude you should have just said it because it just that was the least of your worries but other, I mean, besides that, he's in a situation where he probably had to be that way. And I actually thought he was a good guy. I, I really liked him. I think he still is. I don't even know where I'm at with disqualification and stuff like that. Like, obviously, if it's an ongoing problem and you're unrepentant and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, they won't even tell you exactly his point of view or the church's point of view. It's just well, that's what I'm saying. Some guy it's, goes, it's hey, not we, Perry. we fired, we like, fired
2: the this, this, this institution right. and the system. And that's the, what we're the, the talking sy- about the with Black Lives the the Matter system. and police system. and governments right. and the but, justice system. The institutions are the things that I've, are I've, causing a ton of harm. And I know I'm a borderline anarchist, but the, the largest institution, first the worst harm is going to cause, period. Dude, if if you if you
1: want to see how horrible this problem is, just go to a church leader conference where there's tens right. of thousands of pastors. It, I mean, dude, the last conference I was at, they actually had a and and I, hey i don't doubt the hearts of any of these guys that participated in this but the fact that they had a 7 minute a piece time for like seven pastors to give a 7 minute sermon and it was almost just like okay now this one's in the ring let's see how he does and everybody was it, that's gross man obviously you want to outdo the other six yeah. you know what i'm right. saying and so there's just and then when the the people that are actually on the stage teaching for thirty minutes, they talk about how God's going to do amazing things, i.e., big churches, n- huge numbers. Like, hey, if yeah. you've got a hundred people coming on Sunday mornings, just believe God's going to make you significant. God's going to get. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like every everybody is there just dying to have a bigger church with with more people following them and i don't think at the bottom of their hearts like deep down inside i don't think any of them not any of them i think some of them but i don't think the majority are saying oh man i just want to get get famous but i think almost all of them even myself would get twisted of in course. all that but so nobody's look gonna at it come this way perry
2: isn't the problem but he's the product oh, hell like, no like he right. going we're going to put the Perrys where they are and then we're going to scapegoat him whatever it is he's a product he's not the problem the problem is us the system the the uh, you know all that stuff so I, here's the way i look at it right now these things continue to confirm for me i don't know what else to say other than the giant evangelical I- thing that it is i'll say this to you right now i'm going to give you permission like if you if you're a permission person you have per- permission <laughs> not to affiliate and to say i don't i'm not that like it's okay to call a spade a spade and this thing's kind of messed up like you have to start there like i'm not the guy with the solution and i really despise the the way that people say well you don't want to talk bad about the bride and you've got to take care of this and you need to step up you have to at least start with telling the truth like this system Has a lot of bad, 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 bad problems. You you have to be able to do that. Otherwise, you just go back into the the cul-de-sac of police backing up police and Muslims not calling out radical Islam and everybody. Everybody's telling, well, Perry's a a casualty to some disease called addiction, and now we've got to and we pray his restoration is imminent or whatever it is. Or this whole thing is stupid, and you don't have to be part of it. You just don't. And so, if you need permission to that i don't i'm closer to not identifying with any of that it doesn't make sense to, I mean, it seems to be a disaster in the same way yeah. that uh, some <laughs> other large institutions seem to be disasters to me that's just where i think yeah, it's okay it, I it, for that it was to really it was
0: really funny this it was really funny this week like we didn't go to church on sunday and we get up early with the kids or whatever, so we decided that we would just, like, do family time. Like, we got up, we read the Bible, we ate breakfast, we prayed together, went outside and to a park and, and did a bunch of stuff. But there was still, like, it's so ingrained to me that, at like, we, we since we got up at, like, five thirty six in the morning because our kids wake up at the crack of dawn, there was about 7.30, 8 o'clock. I was like, you know, I guess we could just find a church around <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? The, is it that ingrained? I was like, wait a minute. Don't fall for it, Toby. Like, actually look for the Lord in, re- in a real way here and don't just get it spoon-fed. But I, can I say one thing, too? I had this thought this week. Okay, first of all, I guarantee you, they're going to replace Perry if if that church succeed. Keep, if New Spring is able to keep going, they'll replace him with another the guy, and it'll probably be like a southern big personality you think dude. That can, and is, that's can how happen. they'll do it. Like
2: you think it can continue versus Marcel ends collapses, whatever?
0: I think it will,
2: but you might it's be thirty thousand I mean, now I, in two thousand eighteen. How many people will go to New Spring Church?
1: It, it really depends on all, the all two those. of you.
2: How many people go to New Spring Church? Thirty thousand last week. How many in two thousand eighteen July?
1: 2018
2: uh, said, July. Hmm. Depending on the personality, it could be the same, but I, my yeah, guess I would probably be
0: half. I'll say half, Joey, um, because no, no matter what, it's that big. It's going to last
1: some. It's, it'll last well, longer it than lasts,
2: that. You, you, but you have is to. The attendance is going you, down starting next week, Matt. What? You.
1: No, Matt, you have to acknowledge the total difference uh, in the situations here. With Mark Driscoll, it was a continual problem that people were aware of for months after months after months. Pastors started dropping you uh-huh. know, you know, continually, and, they re- they and replace it, him. And it yeah, kept getting I'll, worse and worse to, and worse with this. this spring,
2: now I'm just going to go to Seacoast, though.
1: Yeah, but— I mean, that's a—why uh, wouldn't I? No, but— Matt Perry is not an asshole like Mark Driscoll was. Like everybody saw, Mark is like, yeah, man, but he's, he's like not the there enemy. anymore. He so was so I'll pastor, go over but to huh?
2: Seacoast. they have them in the same cities.
1: Yeah, I, I, I right. guess I'm a little more optimistic about New Springs numbers. But here's what That's gets what you me said: what was everybody
2: goes there, and they all they talk about is how good Perry is. He's not there anymore, so you got a great. What
1: I was gonna say is like, what what other organization, just in general, is based. Like the success is based on the leader's personality. Like, if you, like, even, I mean, I was thinking, even uh, Apple, like, Steve Jobs was an asshole, but they were totally fine because they weren't, it wasn't based, like, the success of that company was not based on his personality. Mm-hmm. I can't think of how much more unhealthy that can be for your, your leader's personality to dictate yep. how successful your company right. or organization and that's what I'm saying. is.
2: And you said it earlier that every time somebody mentions to you new spring, they followed up with Perry, this, 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 and this. So you have to totally. reasonably expect a percentage of shrinkage that has to be mega double digits, close to 50%, if not collapse, because they can go to somewhere else. They have the same church down the street and it's called Seacoast and their leader's still right. there. Hey,
1: and and let me say this for the record. I said this earlier. I'll say it again. I'm part of the problem. When I listened to Driscoll all the time, I lived in Seattle for a few months, went to his church. That's what I said too. If somebody asked me about Mark Driscoll, I mean Mars Hill, I'm going to talk about Mark Driscoll. Yeah. Like, I mean, that he was the personality. He's why I went to Mars Hill. He's why I downloaded right. the podcast. Yeah, totally. Well,
0: well, here here's my idea that I thought this week. I can't believe that America, America, we say no matter what, four years and if you do a good enough job you might get four more but we we say pastors forever like why wouldn't we do some kind of electoral thing like right now why don't the church all those those thirty thousand people why don't they get to vote a new pastor in like eight years why why does this why does the staff get to still just say okay we're gonna place this interim guy and then we'll the the staff will find another guy or something like that like i don't like i really do wonder like i mean if if it's what in the world is it good for a pastor to be that way for so long? I think the the Mormon Church actually has they do it for a limited time and they do it for free. I think a lot uh, for the most part. I don't know all the details, but it's kind of a good idea of why are we paying these pastors and then increasing their salaries and then increasing the pressure and all this stuff? When let's just do term limits for <laughs> sure. Like it's just silly. Like I I mean. How about four years from now, you know, you can vote Perry back in or not. Or, or you know, he can get four <laughs> more years if he wants. But I think but he's been I like a, it. He's, he should have been done because he, I think he's been the pastor for like 18 years or something like that. Like, that's okay, good. that's enough. Yeah. Go, yeah.
2: Dude, go, go go Uber. That's crazy. You go do something else, that's, man. That's insane. I mean, overall, it's, you just got to think about what is the path forward? Is this thing going to just fall apart or not? And I don't think it's crazy to think, I guess this might fall apart. I, 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 Mega it,
0: churches have a, a very dangerous yeah. road ahead for sure.
1: Hey, Toby, I wanted to, uh, like, I, I know for you, it was just what, I mean, you weren't being, you weren't trying to be funny or anything, but it was such a Toby text, Matt. I I'm sure you read it too, but you probably didn't read it. Like I did. I just thought it was so funny and so classic. <laughs> Toby, Toby said it's coming to a head, I'm afraid, but Christians just put on blinders till they find the next personality to tell them about yes, God. Yes. But I love, it's come. It's coming to a it's, head.
2: I, it may be though. I don't know if it is or not. But that that's sounds not that so crazy. Tragic. It's a little dramatic like, from Toby. Hey, but that's. And, I don't know. And
1: when he says it, he means all megachurches.
2: Well, no, I mean just if everybody's going <laughs> to put on blinders to some degree, like it, I think it's weird here in a, some sense that Perry's not thrown under the bus. Like it sounds like he's been well supported because it's this like last vestige of like we have to take care of the church. We can't take any more hits. Like he's such a good guy like if he'd had gay sex yeah we'd say bad stuff about him but alcoholism we don't want our churches to fall apart so we're just gonna go with it and and call it a disease and not we're just gonna we're gonna try and keep this thing together is what it feels like people are doing yeah well i'm also shocked given the way that mark driscoll handled everything that perry just like oh i'm fired okay i mean mark just destroyed everything and burned everything to the ground to try to Keep power and not not give up anything, and he dragged it out over months and months and months, and to to the expense of the church. Perry was like, "Well, all right, I guess I'll you know no fighting there." It's so weird. I mean, given the the contrast in those two scenarios, at least I I don't know what to make of it. To tell you the truth, all yeah, right. and
1: I I wouldn't have it any other way. As far as people supporting and rallying around them and all that stuff, I think what the the point that you guys made is the most important, and that is. The goal should not be to put him back right in that same position. How you know long what? is it going to be? Like, May? That's
2: the next question. How many people go to New Spring in 2018? And secondly, when's Perry Noble coming back? Go ahead, just say it right, right now. <laughs> when's he coming back? He's a pastor again. I would say
1: yeah. a. Y- I would say a year.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it no, was wait, 12 months yeah, from now. Yeah, he's Pastor he back in a Perry year. again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He'll he'll have go, he'll have gone through rehab. His marriage mm-hmm. will be renewed and refreshed, and it, it'll be it
2: it's maybe and it might be true. Back at New Spring, yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, totally. Back the, as the totally. lead, reinstated, fully restored lead pastor, New Spring, one year. That is actually your best guess Yeah,
1: yeah, and may I mean, who knows? Maybe we're the dummies. Maybe. maybe it would be a good idea, but I just think the system as a whole everybody should just use common sense and be able to just point at it and say, yeah, something's not right here. Yeah, I mean, something something's ain't right. right. You got to
2: say that. All right. Let's you move on. It. I
0: can't take this church talk. I just quit my church job to get away from it. Good God. We got to keep talking about it. They keep pulling me back in. Damn it. All right.
2: We got any music? <laughs> not live for the Facebook audience. So that Currently that goes in post, but this has been an experiment tonight. It's going pretty well, I think. And if we can continue to do the show live and with video, then I will figure out how to make the sound effects hit Facebook live. That's not going to be an issue. So just assume the news music is rolling. Take it away.
0: In a world where Jesus couldn't have been born in America because he couldn't have found a good pastor or three wise men or even a virgin.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he would have had a lot of problems with the police. <laughs> <Keep it. laughs>
0: he'd, had, he'd, had, he'd had to he'd say fuck the police. My name's Toby Morell. It's the damn news. All right, one news yep. story tonight, and uh I this is the one I'm going with, and I don't care. This comes from ABC News and the Associated Press Pre- <laughs> Breast. It's about a breast. <laughs> Sand sculpture of a busty Cape Cod mermaid draws complaints. Joey, you live near the beach. I used to, and, uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever made, like, sandcastles or tried to make, like, a... Y'all ever tried to, like, really go for it on the beach and, like, make something big or anything like that? I've tried, and it turned out really bad. Anyway, let me get to the story. A busty mermaid sculpted from sand and placed outside a popular Cape Cod restaurant is raising eyebrows and triggering complaints. The town of Yarmouth, Massachusetts, and the local Chamber of Commerce say they fielded complaints from locals about the exaggerated proportions of the mermaid's chest. <laughs> Yarmouth Yarmouth's police department took, da- took down photos of the sculpture from its Facebook page after residents said they found the work of art offensive. The mermaid clad in a clamshell bikini is one of t- 41 uh, sculptures placed around the town as part of the annual Yarmouth summer celebration. Salty's restaurant owner Raymond Roy tells the Cape Cod Times he's surprised at all the fuss. Roy says the mermaid isn't nude and shouldn't be censored. So my question to you guys, if you're on the beach and you're making a mermaid, what cup size do you go for? I was just getting ready to
2: say, there's no chance that there are any naturally occurring clamshells that are double D. There's no way. (laughs) The biggest clam out there ain't no double D. (laughs) Is it offensive if I start calling my
0: wife's breasts (laughs) clamshells? I like that. Hey, look at those clamshells. That's pretty hot. I think if I was on the beach and I was just going for it, you gotta you gotta go you large. You gotta go large. You, got, you gotta go exaggerate big, you go everything. Every big bigger bit go home. I mean, uh, why, why how can it be offensive? It's a mermaid. It's, it's make believe.
2: I know. Yeah, I mean, get, well, you are know, get mad that uh the bovine species has eight giant udders hanging down there. It's mermaids. They're not even humans. I give know. me a break.
0: I know, good lord. Like, we don't even know
2: Joey, where their sex we, organs are. Do we? Do you know where a mermaid's sex organs are, Joey?
1: uh I, I think it's somewhere in the mid back
2: as okay, i'm saying it's a confusing thing no. so d- don't worry about judging another fictitional species' right. sex organs and mammary uh you know situations is ridiculous yeah
0: i think mermaids their their anus is their vagina and their vagina and where is, their is anus. it,
2: it it's at the end of the their, fin at down the, at their feet they don't have feet no, it's in there what is it
0: it's in their boobs it's actually okay, in their the boobs. An anus is between the two Say,
2: boobs okay
0: right but the anus is their vagina joey would you be offended like would you be worried about william and waylon or even your daughters if they like your kids are walking by and it's a giant (laughs) breasted mermaid would you be kind of would you be like ah why they got to do that like there's cleavage
1: i just i just don't care i mean i i think this news story is kind of dumb and i wouldn't care about it either no offense to you um but yeah, I just I don't care about this news story, and I wouldn't care if my kids saw it it. Is sand. I and mean, what size out.
2: cup would you put on the mermaid if you made one? I mean, A, B, C, D, double D. I would. We've say, all we've all drawn pictures of girls
0: naked. Everybody, every boy's done that.
2: You went large. <laughs> well, think about it. When the people do the Shakespeare, don't done they that, have to actually. exaggerate on the stage? When you draw a cartoon, aren't the eyes on all the pixar look at the size of eyeballs on pixar characters. Are they right. normal sized? When you draw no. a cartoon of neem how about dory? Does dory look normal to you proportionally for a, a whatever kind of angel fish that she is? Of course not. Yeah. Uh, let me let me let me
0: ask this question. Do big boobs mostly bring joy
2: yes that's yes. what i'm saying even if it's a comedic joy like there's sometimes where it's funny big boobs or whatever but it's i mean it's joy there's almost no downside to big boobs except for lower yeah, back I, mean, pain. I don't know if mermaids deal with that right because they're, yeah, they they're in, i mean they're, they're, in they're, in the they're in the ocean They're always right. swimming so it's not even swimming. a back pain <laughs> issue for them <laughs>
0: All right, that's the damn news.
1: The damn news. Hey, I'm going to read some quick uh, BC Club names. Hey, before you do that, I just want to say, fuck you for talking shit about my news. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) You BC Clubbers who have recently joined, uh, Toby and Matt don't really care about you because you guys are expendable, and you're just names to them. To me, you're people. And that's Zach Klein, uh, Byron Morris, uh, Joey... Nigro, Blake Aldridge, Jonathan Nelson, Ben Sergis, Chris Parson, Scott Swan, John Silva, Bethany Hatch, Jack Collins, and last but certainly not least, Richard Peter Oh, Are those Ayers. all new people, huh?
2: That's insane.
1: Those are new people. Dude, I'm telling you, the BC Club is exploding. And I think the reason for that is it's got to be that people are like, huh, this is actually... Worth something now. I don't know if the three of us would totally agree with that, but I, you know, I, I guess we have to kind of agree that we're doing something that's worth contributing to and being a part of. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'll say. Is is I, I don't want to tell anyone, hey, give us money, and it's going to be put to unbelievable. We'll say, hey, here's what we plan on doing at Bad Christian, and I think what we're planning on doing, it is a something that's happening that people want to be a part of. So I have no problem. In fact, if I were in their shoes and I really, you know, was engaged in something and and one way of being a part of it is saying, hey, I want to contribute financially. And it is a huge help and it is expanding what like what you're seeing right now is a result of seed money. Pastor,
0: (laughs) pastor, thank you for telling about the seed money. Uh, We got to get out of here. But I I did want to say, is it is it awkward now? Like, is Perry trying to find a church now to go? <laughs> Where's he going? Like, is is he is he church shopping now? And like, does he feel awkward like when they say he has to fill out the connect card or, or anything like? Where where did you used to attend church? Why did you leave? What's going like? Is <laughs> it like church a, reason like for a, leaving? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> is he going to be able to be on a serve team at his next church? All that stuff like it, he's. <laughs> it's really hard for him. Like, is he going to church in the next month? Or two
2: or a year? I don't know. Where does he, he, he go, go to church. church? He can go to church online. Go online. There's yep. a lot of church well, online. Well, I'll tell you what, Perry, oh, oh, yep. you're welcome back anytime. We love, Way to add we'd, on to the we'd job, love, joy. We'd love Thank to you. hear from you, Perry, <laughs> about what, uh, if you want to come on the show. You, you don't have that uh, board hanging over. You can say whatever you want next time you come on the show. That's my invitation. Hell You can yeah. say whatever you want to. Just, hey, just come hey, on. That, be that, that's a good question to Matt and Toby. Percent chance that he will come back on the show in the next six months. I'd I say, say low, but maybe sometime in the future. But hey, he can say whatever yeah. he wants to now. I guarantee you, people in churches aren't allowed to say whatever they want to, so maybe he will. We'll see how. I don't know. I mean, I'll be shit to follow the guy. I mean, it's not yeah. an indictment on him as an individual, from my point of view. It's, it, you know, it just yeah. isn't. I I, I, I
0: really, I actually hope he just says screw it and like starts n- New Springs Church and just says screw y'all. I'll make this bigger than New Spring.
1: Why would he be mad at New Spring? (laughs) They fired him.
2: You don't get mad. All right, let's get over here. All right, thank you to the BC Club people. Thank you. For real. Uh, That's been great. And don't forget about the Emory Acoustic shows. That's emoryacoustic.com. Uh you can see our Northeast show's coming up in August. Oh yeah. And we'll be back next week. If you are still listening and giving some love to Derek
1: Minor, that song that mm-hmm. I uh refer to is called Free and you can get it on down uh download it on iTunes and it really okay. is good.
2: All right. Hell yeah. See y'all. Peace.